Hey everybody, this is Kia. Welcome to Well Said. You're listening to season two, episode 10, Choose to Do. Today, I have the founder of the organ. I would like for her to introduce herself. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? <laughs> I'm sure they're doing pretty good. Um, can you tell <laughs> the listeners um, what's your name and can you tell us a little bit um, about the organization and what all do y'all do? So my name is Dozy O'Harry, and I am the founder and CEO of Choose to Do Inc. Um, and Choose to Do Inc. And that's I-N-C, um, not Inc. I-N-K, because some people think that we're a tattoo uh, <laughs> spot. And I'm like, no, we are a nonprofit. We're incorporated. And that's what the I-N-C stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are a, non-pro- a nonprofit that mentors um, underprivileged youth. And we are currently housed in Houston, Texas. That's where our headquarters is. Um, And our mission is to focus on the physical and mental benefits of positive thinking. So we are a mental health and wellness um, organization for young adults, nine to 19 years old. Nice, really nice. I actually did some research and I see that uh, you have served a little bit over 225 youth and held 38 classes and have nine locations. Um, Where are these locations? And if those in those areas, if people in those areas want to enroll their youth, um, how can they go about doing that? So currently what we do, the way that our program is set up um, called Breaking the Cycle, we go out to the location that has the youth already. So um, we're, we're, we're working on building programs or spaces where kids can come to us. But right for right now, we go to them. Nice. Wherever they are. Is that uh, due to the current situation or have y'all always been doing that? Yeah, we've just always been doing it that way. We've had, now we've, we're in the place where we're having other communities reach out to us that want us to run our programs in their areas. That setup would look different than what we um, have been doing, which is good because we want to exp- expand, we want to grow. In the future, we definitely will have programs where people can come to us. Um, but for right now, we go to where the kids are. We started out mentoring a group of kids at a homeless shelter called the Pink Giraffe House which I think is in Midtown, downtown Houston area. Yeah. And then we, we moved to a um, location, went to a group of kids at a church called East AME Church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe it's out in Third Ward. And then we mentored a, kids, a group of girls at a group home out in, um, out in Katy, Katy, Texas. We have been all over the city. Um, Katy, Kingswood, downtown. Um, now we're in HISD, working with the Houston School District here, nice. and mentoring um, kids at different schools, different middle schools and high schools. So we're all over the place. Okay. That's, that sounds really good. Have you guys ever thought about um, expanding like from state to state, or right now it's just in the Houston area? So the goal is, the ultimate goal is for, for us to be global. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're setting ourselves up for. We just started in Houston because I live here. So, <laughs> and, you know, and I know the, I know the area. This is my home. So mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that the the um, 
the structure of the organization is sound so that we can develop other locations in different um, different cities, different states, different countries. Um, so roughly thinking about how many volunteers do you have and uh, what have you heard any experiences that they have reaching out to youth and like helping them out? Have they seen any progression or how do you see volunteers interact with those certain age groups? Right. So um, with our program called Breaking the Cycle, um, mm -hmm. it is a it's made up of five classes. And the purpose of the program is to promote self-love and leadership, um, young men and women, nine to 19 years old. So every week the vo we have volunteers that assist us and we also call them mentors because they sit with the kids and they do the activities with the kids and they walk them through the process of mentorship. What we've seen from the volunteers is that they also take away um, some tips and things that they can do with, use in their lives. Hmm. We have our volunteers, it's a beneficial uh, situation for them as well. We wanted to make sure that the classes that we have and the mentors that we have, the volunteers that we have, mentorship to us is not just, a, it's not just you take the child and you, you know, you speak with them on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Mm -hmm. So our volunteers are our, ment our mentors. They, they assist the children, our youth with the programs, and they work on the programs, I mean, work on the classes themselves, the activities themselves. The purpose of that is for the volunteer to also learn things. And that's what, Ten times, nine times out of ten, that's what happens. The volunteers, they'll say, oh, I didn't, you know, I learned this about myself. I learned that, you know, I have some boundaries or I, I can set up boundaries um, in my life. You know, I learned that I need to value myself more. You know, I learned that there are toxic people in my life that I need to, you know, recognize and, and possibly deal with. And so the relationship between the adult and the child becomes the same, mm -hmm. you know. The adult who is the mentor, who is the volunteer, is not above the child. You are the same because you've gone through the same ex some some of the similar experiences, and you also need help. Mm -hmm. So the volunteers come in with this expectation of I'm going to assist, but they leave out with like, oh, I learned something. You right. Know. So it's a win-win. Yes. How many programs do you have, like in total? So currently, we have three programs. Mm -hmm. We have the break in the cycle, five classes. Um, and it's one class per week mm -hmm. and um, it uh, promotes self-love and leadership among boys and girls nine to 19 years old mm -hmm. and um, each class we have a, a topic that we center activities around so we have a topic each week and there's an activity with the topic for each week um, so that's our first program and we run that um, all year round that's the one that we, we run most often and then our second program is our internship program and with the internship program, um, we work with local universities um, here to provide students with college credit and also um, uh, working experience. And so we've worked with TSU starting out, and now we're working with uh, Prairie View A&M, which are the two, if anybody knows, those are the two rival schools here in Houston. Um, but we, so we work with both of them and we wanna expand to UF, University of Houston, um, and then uh, HCC, which is Houston Community College. We have that, and that's been a pretty that's that's pretty that's a pretty good experience for me because for me as well because I get the, the chance to to also um, teach these students who are going into the professional field, and so 
they're learning from me as their supervisor, as the leader on um, how to build their skill sets professionally, skill sets professionally and personally. Mm-hmm. So that's um, exciting for me. And then we have our, now we have our online courses. Okay. Um, which, yeah. So that, you know, COVID came and, you know, Corona came and she just destroyed everybody's life. So mm-hmm. we were not right when, she, when Corona hit, we actually were in a really mentoring a group of boys at um, Addicts Middle School, underprivileged area here in Houston. Um, so when Corona hit, we had to change our, our strategy. We had to do things differently. So we decided to host online classes. And with our online classes, we quickly discovered that the kids that we would mentor in person don't follow us online. Mm. They don't have the access to us for whatever reason. It could be that their parents restrict uh, social media or they restrict their Wi-Fi internet access or they don't have a a phone or a computer themselves. And um, so we realize that the people that follow us are online are families that have kids, mm-hmm. um, individuals with kids themselves, or institutions that care for young adults. So group homes, teachers, f- facilitators, you know, um, pe- anyone that has kids in their care. Okay. So yeah. that's why, so that's what we do with our online courses is that we work with um, like-minded businesses and organizations to volunteer their time to teach a class and then they teach it to our audience. Uh, and I know with the um, programs that, that you have and with the volunteers or mentors teaching, is there a specific, cause this is more towards questions that adults have. Is there any type of training or any type of specific class that they have to attend in order to uh, mentor the youth? Yes. So we have um, an, a volunteer registration process that includes orientation. Mm-hmm. And through the orientation, you will learn um, our expectations from you as a mentor, as a volunteer. And along with the volunteer application, which comes with a background check and um, those, those kind of particulars, which are standard. But we want to make sure that the adults interacting with our kids know what they're doing because our kid, our children are fragile and we want to make sure that they're, that whoever's coming in makes their environment comfortable and that they're supportive. We take the volunteers, our orientation process that talks about that. Okay. I know uh, going back to what you said about doing some classes online, I'm currently in Guam, but I know that there are a lot of people here who are from the Houston area or from the Texas area and they have kids, would you guys be open to hosting online classes for these people who are um, overseas who may need your help as well? Or what, like, what would the process be for something like that? Yeah. So our online classes are free. Um, and we, we host them live. Um, and, and we have people register for the class. Anyone has access to our class. As long as you want to watch it, it's, it's directed towards our young adults and people who have young adults in their care, mm-hmm. but it's for anybody. So you can, you can join the class live, and then after the class is done, we post the class, on, we upload the class on our YouTube channel for people to view after. So we've done quite a few classes since Corona hit, um, mm-hmm. and we have a couple that are coming up for people to register for. 
if anyone's interested, it's just about them knowing about us and knowing where to find us and how to find us. Mm-hmm. But as soon, as soon as they find us, they'll see that our classes are available to them. Okay. Okay. So we are a 501c3. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. How have you seen, uh, do you guys stick with the young adults up until a certain point or can they reach you at any time? Let's say 19 years old turns 20. Are they still able to reach out to that mentor? Does it stick with them or um, how does that work once they get to a certain age? Yeah. So we, our programs are geared towards the kids nine to 19 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once they are once they're done with our program. So the way that our program is set up is we go to location, we're there for five weeks and then we go to another location. So we don't have the system to stay or the structure to stay with them as they grow. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something that we're working on, but currently we are with them for the five weeks. And then once we're done, they are able to still reach out to us Mm -hmm. um, and we still do support them um, after the class. So the opportunity is still there, there for them. But once they're done with their actual program, then we move on to the next, um, the next location. So we, we want the, so we, we focus on the mentors being present physically with the kids. Mm -hmm. So while they're there, that is the time for them to interact with, with, interact and mentor the children. Um, And the opportunity, the volunteer has opportunity to come back and work, um, I mean, um, stay through, they have the opportunity to select uh, when they want to be present with the kids. They can do that. But as far as them continuing to um, have communication with the child outside of the program, we don't have that set up. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. How can, if you do go place to place, is there any transportation for the mentors or would they have to provide that themselves? Because I know it's uh, very like hands-on, I'm assuming, like with the young adults, all of the mentorship is pretty much hands-on. So is there any uh, transportation that you guys provide or would that solely be on the volunteers themselves? Yes, so that would be on the volunteers themselves. They would have to um, come to our location. Okay, that sounds good. And also, is there a cap on how many um, young adults that you accept per class and how many volunteers that you will accept per class in or every so often is there like a cap limit on that so it depends on the location we have mentored as little as one child during the program and depends on how many kids are present Um, Mm -hmm. but we've mentored the most we've mentored at once is about 70 kids Um, and so we're continuing to to push ourselves and to um, have more press more participation in our classes. And so as, as far as volunteering, as many, it depends on how many kids we have for the class. And so the ratio of volunteers and mentors offsets the ratio of kids. Um, but yeah, so we, I mean, it, it varies with the number of kids that are in the class and we wanna double that number every year. So we'll welcome as many as we can take. Okay. And my last question for you is, do y'all go, I know coronavirus probably like kind of hinders you from doing so, but do y'all go to any like events or anything like that to have a physical presence to let the community know that you are here and that they can sign up or, you know, like a booth or anything like that? Do y'all do that every now and then? Yes. So we do that all the time, actually. We, um, my, one, of my biz, one of my biggest things is relate, building relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I work with the, with other businesses and nonprofits, um, and 
you know, so I like to show our face at events. And so it depends on what's available and what's, you know, will allow us to be there. But as long as they allow us to be there, we'll be there because we want to make sure that the community, the community knows who we are and that we, we're here and that we exist and that they can, they can support us and participate in many ways. We recently, when was our last event? I don't remember. But anyways, so uh, yeah, so we, I mean, we're constantly doing stuff in the community and you can check out our media to see um, what we have been doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your, um, your website and or contact information? And is there anything else that you would like for listeners to know about um, Choose to Duty? Yes. So we are um, on, our, so our website is C-H-O-O. S-E-T-O-D-O-I-N-C dot O-R-G dot org. And you can go on our website and you can find out more information about our programs, about what we do, who we are, um, who's on our team, and all that good information. And then we also have social media platforms. We have, we use Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And on all three platforms, our name is Choose to Do Inc., so at Choose to Do Inc. on any platform. Nice, nice. Well, I'd like to thank you for being on today's episode. It was a pleasure having you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. This was exciting, and I love just sharing information and getting to know people. So this was awesome. Yay. For everybody tuning in, please, 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 if you can volunteer, if you are out there, especially if you are in the Houston area or even if you're just visiting for a certain period of time, I know how some people travel here and there and uh, for two, three months or a month or what have you, please, please, please volunteer if you can. Sign up your youth because anything that we can do, any information that we can get out to our youth will definitely help because they are our future. You are listening to episode 10 of season two. Thank you guys for listening in and stay tuned for the next episode.